If I tell you what I eat, you won't believe it. Because I'm not a breakfast person, for one. But So I ate some baked chicken that was left over and some cauliflower rice. For breakfast? <laughs> well, I didn't eat it for breakfast. I ate it yeah. like right before I came, like 11, 50, 12, something like that. Yeah, I'm not a big um, breakfast eater. Yeah, my diet been horrible. I ain't going to sit here and lie. Every say. time I try to fix it, it keeps getting worse. I can do a little something. Like, I can diet, but... I'm glad to have a female on here, though. I feel like every time I have a female on, like, my female percentage go up, like, 2%. Yeah. Like, it started out at 11%. I think we at, like, 18 now. Yeah. <laughs> So hopefully it'll go to over twenty here. Yeah. I don't I think, think so. I don't think girls like me though. Well, see, I don't know you not to like you. Mm. <laughs> and I kind of already understand you a little bit too. So. Uh, why you feel like that? Cause I could just tell like you a creative, like so I could just. I yeah, just but understand. I think I think females don't like my show because. I say the B word and they like they take offense to that shit and I don't even say it like in no negative way. Yeah. So don't call me no bitch. I don't even call female bitches. I might just be like uh a bitch this, a bitch that. And they be like, uh, he say bitch too much. And I'll be like, dog, it ain't even that serious. Let me scoot the mic closer to your mind. Okay, yeah. But yeah, I'll be like, it ain't even that serious. I don't know. Some people sensitive about that word. Yeah, and I used to be like, I don't give a damn about how they feel about it. But now I'm like, after having a conversation about white people saying the N-word, I'm like, okay. Yeah. I feel like females feel the same word, uh, excuse me, feel the same way about the B-word. So I'm yes. like, I can just dumb it down a little bit and hopefully they take it. I don't know, though. Yeah, just say girl or like. I be trying to. I be trying to say <laughs> women too. But sometimes, you know, like. Females. It be some other shit. Like, I be like. I don't even always be talking about females. I'd be like a bitch-ass nigga. Yeah, like, I would just explain to somebody what a bitch-ass nigga was. Like, because Valentine's just passed. And I was telling that's them, right. I was like, it's two different type men. Like, it's a man who, like, is a confident man. He ain't even got to be an alpha male. He's just a confident mm -hmm. man. So his woman is willing to submit. Then it's also just this bitch-ass nigga. And a woman know he a bitch-ass nigga. So she take advantage she of him. She gonna treat him like a bitch-ass nigga. Yeah. And that shit fucked up. Because women <laughs> will submit. I will speak. On our behalf, we will, but... What'd it take, though? You gotta have a plan. Like, you want someone to follow you, and you don't even have shit in order. And when I say things in order, can I say shit? I don't know. Yeah, we cuss. When you don't have shit in order, it, um, it gives us less confidence in you. So not saying everything has to be perfect, because we are working on stuff, too, but... You know, just have a plan and reach some goals and, you know. Yeah. So, um, I don't know, though. Like, I agree with you, but I feel like a lot of women nowadays, they don't really care about having a man that'll lead. They much rather have that bitch-ass nigga and then they just go with the flow because a lot, like, statistically, women are way more successful than men nowadays. Yeah. So, they just... You right. They want they a bitch just, ass nigga just for yeah. companionship. Yeah, no, not me though. Like <laughs> you gotta handle me because I'm a lot to handle. So I can't handle no bitch ass nigga because I'm not a bitch. Like you know. But I, you know what? When women say like I, I'm a lot to handle, I feel like that mean they crazy as hell and they about to got them take you through the ringer <laughs> with some crazy shit. Especially like how old you is? Thirty one. I just turned. 31. Okay, thirty one. Okay, uh, we around the same age, but like a woman that's like between the ages of like 23 and 27 boy they play them little childish okay, ass okay if a games. woman between 23 and 27 say i'm a lot to handle she probably do mean she crazy yeah because like, we still young we figuring shit out going through a lot of stuff at my age if when i say i'm a lot to handle i mean i'm just a very busy woman okay like, i have a busy schedule okay so like I'm, I probably can't just sit and talk to you all day. Like, you can't have my attention like that. And then I want to do things with people who are, like, um, intentional. So, if you're not getting a lot of my time, it's probably just because I don't feel like it's important to be around you. Okay. <laughs> I can respect that. Cause yeah, like so I'm I said, a lot. But... Those younger girls, they, um, 
they be, they, they be on some different shit. They want to <laughs> go through your phone while you sleep. They want to goddamn play these little childish ass games. Like I remember uh-huh. my homeboy, he was dating this younger girl. She was like 21, 22, like fresh out of college. And she used to do this little shit where she'll get mad at him and block him and wait for him to call her from another phone. And when he would call her from another phone, she'll just be happy. I'm like, nigga, that's that's childish as hell. That's like, toxic. why we got to do all this? Either you're going to fuck with me or you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I won't lie. I did that before. I did that before with a guy, though, but I knew he would, like, contact me. Like, I'm just going to block his ass because you really pissed me off. But he knew that, like, he probably was blocked and would have to contact me a different way. And when he contacted you a different way, you was just like, cool. I mean, I just, I wouldn't be like, this cool, but I'll just be like, yeah, I would just talk to him or whatever, and you know. <laughs> why do that <laughs> He's shit, He's like, though? why you block me? Like, why do that shit, I'm a nurse. I mean, I can't change my number every time somebody pisses me off, so. Yeah. I also feel like they be wanting a nigga to, like, pop up on them, and, like, they feel like, ooh, he popped up on me, he loved me. I don't know. Depending on who you are, yeah, you could pop up. You know. See what I'm saying? That shit be crazy. I ain't, I ain't popping up on on nobody. I ain't going through nobody's phone. I ain't doing none of that crazy shit. Either you fuck with me or you not. If I got to do all that shit, I'm like, bro. Now I'm let me good, tell dog. you, in getting older, I don't care about going through your phone because I don't want you going through my phone. Yeah. So, um, excuse me, I'm good on that. Like, don't go through my phone. Yeah. I don't want to go through your phone. Let's just trust each other. I guess, but. Let me introduce this podcast though. I just jumped on this bitch, goddamn, and just started talking. Oh shit! Okay. I, do, I do that shit all the time. <laughs> Another episode of Sit Down with Slim, man. We ain't got blue in here today, man. I don't know what the hell blue got going on, but um, yeah, we got a special guest okay. in here. Um, I'm gonna let you introduce yourself and tell the people what you about. Okay. Well, thank you again for having me. Hey, everybody. My name is Portia. I'm an author. I'm a podcaster, entrepreneur. Um. And, um, I, again, my podcast is, like, number one right now, but I do have a book that will be coming out um, in March. That's where it's slated to be published. So, yeah, I'm just doing my thing, grinding, trying to make a difference. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about this podcast, because uh, that's my favorite topic in the world, and I go on long rants about it. But uh, <laughs> what made you start the podcast? Um, I started it um, almost two years ago, and it's just because I felt like, I had something to say. So, like, in expressing myself, at that time, the podcast was the best way for me to do it because I can talk and I can just speak Mm -hmm. and get my thoughts out. And um, once I started recording, like, once I did the first episode and it got a lot of good feedback, I just kept going. You you moving towards doing a visual podcast? I am. I've already started, like, going live more. So, um, I'm I'm active on Facebook. But um, so I start going live more there. Um, I'm gonna start on IG, and then yeah, I do want to do like more visual stuff. I can tell though, you're still nervous on camera, ain't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why though? Like, what is it? I talk to a lot of podcasters that only do audio, and I be trying to tell them like, bro, audio ain't gonna get you to the next level. You got to get on that yeah, visual. You do. And they tell me straight up like, bro, I'm just nervous about it. Like, man, I had a man tell me. I ain't going to say his name, but shout out to him. When he hear this, he going to know what I'm talking about him. But I had a man tell me straight up. Like, he was like, boy, I gained a lot of weight since high school, man. I don't want people to see it. I'm like, bro, you can't worry about that shit, though. Well, see, with me, I always been thick like this. So, I don't think. Nobody not going to expect to get on here and see, like, Portia skinny or anything like that. <laughs> but um, I do want to look nice, you know. And then I'm a female. So, I have to do, like, a little bit more sometimes depending on what's going on. But, um. So, no, I'm not scared, but I just do feel like it's like an extra step for me. Like, I'm not just about to wake up and be like, hey, what's up, y'all? So, like, <laughs> before you cut the camera on, hair and makeup just got to be intact and ready and everything. Yeah, it should. Like, now, when I'm at home, like, you know, not so much. You know, I'll throw in a cap or anything. But, mm-hmm. yeah, for something like this or, like, when I start doing my videos, yeah, they gonna it's going to be, like, strategic. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't going to lie, though, like... When it comes to this shit, sometimes it's some running gun type shit. Like you can't you can't be on ten every day. Yeah, you just gotta yeah. jump into it. Yeah, I know that's reality, a fact with so, me yeah. anyway. Like I remember, um, I did I did a podcast with a lady last year, and it was about hair, and I was talking about how Kevin Durant got nappy hair, and all the women <laughs> in the comments was like, "Nigga, look at your head." <laughs> but see, I don't care though, because I was like, bro. <laughs> I don't get haircuts. I don't do none of that shit. I just don't give a fuck. So, like, comments don't bother me. 
I don't care about that shit. That's why. That's why I started <laughs> podcasting because I just don't care. I just don't give a fuck. Like, but do you have a purpose with your podcast though? Yeah. Or like a crowd you want to reach or people you want to relate to? Yeah, it's crazy because when I first started podcasting, I wanted to start a podcast about entrepreneurship because I'm because I'm real big on entrepreneurship. But for some reason, like before I even recorded an episode about it, like because I listened to a lot of podcasts, I figured out. That that shit is boring, and that don't nobody want to hear that shit. Every right? Week. Yeah. 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 So I was like, to it's gonna be hard to do that week to week. And then, so when I finally started a podcast, I started a podcast with uh, somebody I had just met, and we were talking about hip hop topics. And I knew instantly, like, that shit ain't gonna last long because you got Joe Budden, you got all these mm-hmm. people that talk about hip hop. Why the fuck they want to listen to me talk about hip hop? Then as I kept going and I just started kicking shit with my friends and I literally was doing this shit every day because I had a studio in my house. So I was like, man, I really can just kick shit and make people laugh and, you know, talk about some informative shit here and there and that should be all right. But um, the biggest thing that I didn't want to happen when it came to podcasting was I didn't want to be the person that wasn't interesting and thought I was the most interesting person in the world. Oh, yeah, no. That's Mm-mm. my biggest fear, like... I was going to ask you about that. Like, what about you you think that sticks out and that'll make people want to listen to you? I think I'm um, I'm honest and I'm, like, really relatable. And people get to know me. Um, a lot of times people think they do know me and then they put me in this box and they think one thing and then that's just really not me. So I'm just super honest and open, very probably sometimes too open and honest but it it all has a purpose and i know it's, it it all you know makes sense in the end so that's just my story and my journey that i feel like i was chosen to tell everyone you know podcast that may not be for them because like you said you get on here you talk you want to make people laugh you want to relate to people and then you want to reach certain people but everyone is not as open with their journey so i think with me being honest it gives people um a different perspective of me what um what topics do you think you kind of like center around mostly on your podcast? Mental health, like having a healthy mental health, um being intentional with your choices, staying consistent like um um if you're an entrepreneur or if you're a student or if you're a parent, like just staying consistent, learning and growing. Yeah, purpose. Why is uh mental health a big one for you? We don't talk about it enough, and I'm affected by it. Like, it's around me, and it's been around me my whole life. And I feel like so many different things probably could have been avoided if more. Um, I'm not, I don't think, I think people know when there's something wrong, but, like, just acknowledging it, taking care of it. So, yeah, it's important. <laughs> I think the crazy thing about, like, mental health is that people go so long without, even acknowledging it that to the point where they just feel like it's a part of them like i was telling one of my friends yesterday i think i think my little brother is schizophrenic my homeboy i grew up with i know he's schizophrenic for a fact but i think (laughs) i think my little brother is for real and like i don't know it's crazy because like he like 27 years old you know what i'm saying yeah and it's like i feel like it's been there for like the last year or two and they say like that's when it start you know Uh popping up when you like 25 and I really just don't know how to go about it, though. Because it's like, the mental health thing is scary because yeah. it's like people people wake up some days and they just totally different mm-hmm. people. Like, mm-hmm. um, in the case of my brother, um, the other day he woke up and was just mad as fuck. I'm talking about <laughs> just mad at the world. Like, nigga was snapping, he was tripping. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, bro, what the fuck wrong with you? And then he was just like, nothing. Then the next day he woke up excited as hell oh lord and i was like bro something going on yeah no Mm-mm. then i talked to my mom's about it she kind of in denial about it you know what i'm saying but she ain't really been around us in like a couple years so yeah. she don't really understand i'm like shawty i'm telling you there's some shit going on that's scary <laughs> and honestly um if you are not like actively working on your mental health like if you do have issues or whatever um i'm not around you like i can't handle it like mm-hmm. yeah so you gotta be um you have to be on top of things and making sure you taking care of your mental health, like to even be around me. Cause, no. Do you at least try to like tell tell someone like, hey, you know, you should try to get this in order or talk to somebody about this? I think 
think like what I do is I make sure I clarify like how I'm feeling about a situation. Like if I know something can trigger someone, I try to make sure I say it a certain way to not trigger them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, also sometimes I help people to identify feelings like, okay, well maybe this is what you're feeling. Like instead of someone just saying they're mad or annoyed or whatever, you may be feeling like something else. So I think I just try to help people think different ways about it as opposed to just putting it on them. Like mental health, mental health, mental health. Like I just try to live by it and then like kind of hold people accountable, especially if you're around me. What um mental health issues you think you deal with? Um, Anxiety is would probably be the main one. Um, I have dealt with depression, like postpartum after having children, but also um, in general, you know, when certain mm-hmm. things happen. But outside of that, really just my anxiety is crazy. Like, people don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's um, you know, because your mind just, like, constantly going and thinking about stuff and trying to, like, yeah, resolve stuff. Turning. and. You are resolving it or you, you know what I mean? Like, you have stuff in order, but your mind's still, like, going. So, yeah, it's a lot. And then it's like, <laughs> I know exactly what you mean because it's, it's kind of hard to talk to people about stuff like that. Like, I was explaining to somebody before. It's, like, two situations I was explaining. One time I was talking to somebody, and I was like, I remember when I was a little kid, all I wanted was an old school car with some rims on it. Then when I got that, I was like, I was like, Damn, I want a goddamn sports car. Yeah. Then when I got a sports car, I was like, damn, I want a motherfucking Ferrari. <laughs> like, I just ain't never happy. Yeah. And then I was watching a podcast, and the podcast is on there was talking about he was like, uh, he had just got his dream house with his wife, and they had moved the furniture in the first day, and he had his laptop up, and he was looking at other houses. And she, like, walked by and was like, what you looking at? And he was like, houses. And she was like, wow, we just moved in. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, I just, I just want to know what else is out there, and I was like, I know, I know that feeling because that's how I am, and like, it's hard to describe to people that don't have that, that don't have that drive. Yeah. And then, um, <clears throat> also, I was explaining to somebody about how, like, whenever, like, okay, I make shirts and hoodies and stuff mm-hmm. for people, like, constantly, like, probably every day. Every once in a while, I'm gonna say, like, if I make forty shirts or forty hoodies, I'm gonna make one mistake. And when I go to sleep at night, I'm going to think of that mistake all night. I'm talking about waking up at 2 in the morning like, oh, I can't believe I peeled that shit wrong. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. just shit like that. And I don't think I don't think other people care about that. <laughs> now, let me tell you, like, if the first thing you just said, when you get something but you steady want something else. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's two different things. Like, for one, you need to allow yourself to be happy, like, with what you, what you do have. You know, yeah. and acknowledge People that. People say that. Yeah, just acknowledge that. Like, okay, that's cool. You know, I did good or whatever. But then it may be something else that you're trying to fulfill. Like, it's a different void. So you put it into, like, material things. Like, I need this and I need that. But it might be something else. Yeah. That's I, just my opinion. I'm not a doctor. Oh, no, nah, you're but. right. You're right. Because I used to be real materialistic. But yeah. I start I started tapping into my creative side and, like, I, I stopped giving a fuck about material shit, like, at all. That's why now I'm talking about selling my kind all kind of shit, because I'm just like, man, I don't really need goddamn all this other shit. <laughs> like, long as long as I got my camera and my computers, I'm good. Yeah. I don't need shit else. I don't need no motherfucking sports car. I don't need none of that shit. long as I can create some shit and goddamn I got all the tools I need to make some money, I'm all the way straight. Yeah, so are you big on, like, um monetizing and capitalizing off of... Like the podcast, merchandise, you know what I mean? Like really getting streams, views, and man, honestly, with people. I got so much shit going on that I kind of fell off from it. When I first started, I was good. Like I had sponsors, I was mm-hmm. big on my merch. My merch was bringing in a lot of money. I was good, but then like my photography business started picking up, and now I just be like, honestly, I ain't never even said this out loud, but I literally just do my podcast for fun. Hmm. Like for real Like I don't care about Making no money off this shit I do this shit Cause I like to do it Like Matter yeah. of fact The other day I was in my feelings About some shit uh, Saturday night And I just came up here With a bottle of goddamn Casamigo And drunk the whole <laughs> bottle And recorded by myself For two hours You know what, what I'm saying talking? Just sat in here He was venting about what, what made you mad Yeah <laughs> But I put it on the Patreon So those listening Join the Patreon For five dollars You can goddamn <laughs> 
hear my little two-hour rant on there that I was angry about. I'm not saying it on here. You got to pay to hear goddamn why I was sad about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, um, that's what podcasting is for me, though. That shit kind of therapeutic. Like, yeah. I just enjoy I just enjoy doing this shit. Like, I, I be running around all the time. And then when, when I finally, like, sit in here and lock in, I'm just relaxed and I'm happy. I'm like, okay, I like doing this. I like to run my fucking mouth, too. I ain't gonna Me, too. That's what I told you. Like, I can talk. Like, if I can't do anything else, I can't talk. But I have my moments, though, when I'm, like, just by myself, reclusive. But other than that, I like to talk and connect and network. How do you feel about your conversation skills, though? Being that you like to talk. Because a lot of people that like to talk have horrible conversation skills. Um, what would you rate yours? It depends. Okay. So, like, when I first started podcasting, it was just me talking. Okay. Then I would do interviews, like, here and there. But it, it wasn't another person. Like, I would just send them questions and then they'll send it back and then I'll do it that way. So, now I just recently, maybe in the past two or three months, started to interview, like, live interviews. Mm -hmm. And it is different because... I don't want to like over talk people and um I feel like if you interviewing someone like it's your job to kind of keep the conversation like um like to make it make sense so sometimes you have to like bring people back in or you want to make sure they hit certain points you know just to make it like the best interview possible so I think I have great communication skills I'm working on my conversation but I can speak to anyone like as far as just having and holding a conversation I can do that I can do that with How nobody. would you describe your uh your interviewing uh style? Um Okay, I haven't did that many. <laughs> but I would say right now it's informative. And um like bringing awareness to certain things like um well, my first one was, um, she's a chef. She's based in Atlanta, but she does, like, um, THC-infused, like, desserts and treats or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so, I just told her st story. She deals with, like, a, um illness that causes her a lot of pain, so she kind of talked about that. But then she's really big into, like, um, just, um, I don't know, breathing, nature, grounding. Like, she's one of those type of people. Oh, that earthy shit. Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> we just talked about, you know, different things like that. So, um, but then I also interviewed like the um director of the Board of Elections, which is like the woman who controls like all the voting things in Richmond County. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I had a have an interview with Judge Walker. She's a black female judge here in Augusta coming up next week. So I'm trying oh, to switch so. it up a little bit. Yeah. And I'm working on just like you said, you can kinda hear when somebody's anxious in their voice. So I'm working on like just being calm and um Letting the other person talk and then make sure I articulate what I'm really trying to say. What you think it's gonna take for you to uh get calm and be relaxed on the mic? Um, just keep doing it. Yeah. How many episodes you think it's gonna take though? Like episodes interviewing people? Yeah. Or I'm gonna lie, the last one I just did, um, this guy named Reggie, he's in prison at Fantasy Road. And um I interviewed him from Fantasy Road. It was really good. Like I let him talk. I um, held off from like you know like la like what I have this laugh I do that's like it comes out of nowhere, kind of like a nervous laugh. You snort. I don't snort with it, but <laughs> it's just like <laughs> it's just a laugh, and I'm like, oh god, I don't even know why I'm laughing. So like this last one, it wasn't that long, but I felt like it was a better interview. So I feel like I'll take that into my next interview, like with Judge Walker and whatever else is to come. Just. Staying calm and just controlling the interview. I want to make sure I do that. Yeah. A lot of people don't know how, how difficult it is to, like, get in front of these microphones and these lights and cameras and shit and being able to articulate yourself and yes. also come up with some compelling content. Yes. It's, it's difficult. Um, I'm going to be honest with you, though. I never had a chance to get nervous. Because when I first started, I had so much equipment I was trying to learn. <laughs> By the time I pressed record... I couldn't, I didn't have time to think about being nervous. Yeah. Like, now yeah. I'm thinking about what the hell I'm going to talk about. Right, right. I think when I first started, um, I would, like, re-record it. Like, oh, I messed up here, I messed up there, and then I just stopped doing that. I do it one time, and yeah. if I mess up, I'm like, oh, well, I'm human. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
I do like that part too. Like I just, I guess freestyle. I just, I, I mean, I have a purpose. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes mm-hmm. I have notes. At one point, I went st- specifically off of notes, but then I got better and I could still make my points without looking at it. So now I kind of do like a combination of both. Yeah. Um, doing podcasts by yourself too is a lot harder than doing it with guests. I I never recommend that to people. Like I say, always start out with guests and then transition into doing it by yourself. <laughs> Cause I ain't gonna lie. You gotta be a crazy motherfucker to sit in the room by yourself and record by yourself. And I ain't, I'm crazy. I do it. I'm crazy as a motherfucker. I told you, I, I, I sat in this bitch for two hours drinking a bottle of liquor. It. Just recording. I do it. Like sometimes like you will even hear because I have a five year old and she may come Mommy, I want just like, yeah, but no, I, I don't mind doing it. But like I said, you know, it's always with purpose and intent. So I don't feel crazy. I just feel like I'm supposed to do it. So. Oh, I know I'm crazy. <laughs> I know it. Like, I can feel it. Like <laughs> You can I, feel it in your bones. Yeah, I can feel that shit. Like, I I have a drink. Then I start talking. I go on a long rant for like 10 minutes. And then I just start thinking like, oh, nigga, you crazy. Like, for real. Like, you really in here talking to yourself. And, like, I ask myself a question and respond to it. Oh, hold on. <laughs> for real. That's what I know. Like, and then I got a homeboy named Quay. And uh, I had posted something on Facebook. And I was like, motherfuckers think I'm crazy because I can record a whole podcast by myself. And him and uh, my homeboy Cooks, they was like, they were like, nigga, you is crazy. Like, <laughs> only crazy niggas can do that type shit. Then when you think about people in media, like, the people in media yeah. that do that shit, they are crazy. Like, yeah. Bill Burr, yeah. uh, Howard Stern. Yeah. Especially Bill Burr. That motherfucker crazy. Like, he record two-hour podcasts just himself <laughs> just yelling and screaming on ranks. That's a little bit narcissistic, too, like. You just want to sit there and that's why I make mine kind of short and sweet. You know, like yeah. people don't even want to, I'm like, nobody wants to hear me talk. And then I have to talk like this in my professional voice. So I can't <laughs> talk like you're just sitting there talking to me because I want it to reach like a large platform. So okay. sometimes I can tune it down a little bit, but yeah, I'm not just going to talk like I'm, you know, just with my homegirl, get my hair did. <laughs> so how you feel about cussing on podcasts then? Oh, I cursed. Um... I'm in general, like, I don't just, I'm not a cursor, like, you know, yeah. if I get mad, I'm not saying I don't, but so yeah, if I feel like it, like I will, I think my favorite cuss word is probably shit. Like. <laughs> that's, that's a simple cuss word too. I had somebody, um, I think when I first started podcasting, we did a video and I forgot what it was about. I think I called it like black Republican. Cause a lot of people be saying I'm a black Republican, which isn't <laughs> true, but you know, I just go with it. And, um, somebody commented and was like, this would have been a real informative video if you didn't say nigga every two seconds. And it was a white boy that commented and said it. And I was like, I was like, bruh, he said something about some CNN or some shit. I was like, bruh, I don't know if you know this, but I'm not trying to work for right. CNN. I'm trying to be CNN. <laughs> Like, so I'm going to talk however the it's fuck I want shit. to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you don't want to click in, I feel you, bro. I'm not mad, nigga. This shit ain't going to be for everybody. Now, that's how I feel, too, because I won't lie. Like, I was raised in the church, and um, I do feel like a lot of people have opinions based off of that. Like, they expect maybe to hear one thing, and I'm like, that's not really me. So Oh, they want you to have the... Uh... The um the church podcast <laughs> yeah, and talk about like, start, started out with the sermon and God yeah, is good with the music mm-hmm. playing in the background and but shit. But then also on the other hand, like people feel like I'm hood, like and you know what I mean. Where I am from? from the hood and I do actually live in the hood. I'm from um down the way Eighth Avenue off of Fifteenth Street. Okay, going to Josie. So um yeah um but I'm not really like the hood. Depending on which crowd I'm in, like I'm just. I don't really fit in. Like, that's another reason why I know I can podcast because it's so many people who, like, don't really fit in. Like, you know what I mean? So, I just enjoy being myself, like... Why you feel like you don't fit in, though? Uh, Because I'm misunderstood a lot. And just, like, to a certain extent or a certain level, I just can't get with certain shit, you know? So, um, like, let's say, you know... Which I'm older now, but let's say, you know, if you smoke or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, I smoke, but I'm not like, 
high as fuck all day, not doing yeah. anything. I'm not smoking with this person, that person. I go buy my weed and I smoke at my house. Like, you know what I mean? So I just feel like in everything I do, I just do it a little bit different. And I feel like, you know, anybody who met me, probably they can be a witness. Like, they never really quite met anybody like me. Yeah. And that could be good or bad, but I just know they just like, this girl just so different. Like, <laughs> so, um, How'd you get into uh, uh, being an author and uh, writing books? Um, I'm a natural writer, like, um, really good at English. My mom, she writes. Um, so I just feel like it's a talent that I have. It's a gift. What made me want to write this book, um, because it deals with so many different topics. Um, initially, the uh, main character, her name is uh, Parker Grace. She actually commits suicide. Mm-hmm. And she is like 24, 25, fine, rich, educated, you know what I mean? And so her suicide is like a really big shock. So then it dives deeper into the um, opioid crisis. Of course, we're talking about love and traveling and designer brands and stuff. So it's like a really good book. Um, I created all the characters, the city, the plot, like, so I'm ready for it to come out. I actually want to bring you a copy of the, um, well, it's not the entire book. But it was a part of the manuscript, but I just didn't have time. <laughs> yeah. I but I wanted it. to sound, get that to you. That sounds interesting. I, I got a lot of homeboys that passed away from uh, prescription pain pills, too. Wow, so yeah. I, it's, it's I like a, to read about something like that. Yeah. So it's 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 a big deal. Like, um, pills, like, man. And then it's like, it affects people, like, of all ages, 15, mm-hmm. 16, up into older people. So, yeah. I try not to be insensitive when it comes to like drugs and shit, but I just never could understand it. And I had a conversation with one of my homeboys that passed away. Um, he was real strung out on morphine, and yeah. he told me one day he was like, uh, he was like, Slim, you don't understand. Like we do drugs because it's hard to get up every day, and woo woo woo. And I don't know. I kind of got an understanding from that, but it's it's crazy because after he told me that, that's when I knew he was gonna pass away. Yeah. And I told my homeboys that I was like, yeah, bro, he ain't got too much longer. And that's why now they be calling me the devil. They be like, every time, oh my God. <laughs> they be like, every time Slim say some shit, it happens. And I was like, bro, I'm not Miss Cleo. Okay. Like, I can just talk to somebody and see they you strung fit, out yeah, and know, like, yeah. it's over, bro. And can't nobody do shit about it. Like, they done gave up. And, you know, like, um, you can just look a man in his eyes and see, like, mm-hmm. the hope just leave. Yes. And that's the sad thing about drugs. Like, drugs takes away your soul. It takes away your personality. And once that shit gone, it's just over with. Like, it's just a downhill from now. It is. I never have wanted to, um, and I'm not judging anybody, but, or how they cope. But I know it's a coping mechanism. Um, besides green, like, I never wanted to do any other drugs. Like, pop pills or um, cocaine, like, syrup. Like, I just never, I'm like, I just... If I can smoke, like I'm good. Anybody who know me know, like I'm good. I just want to smoke, so I wanted. I don't want to do anything else. One time I started drinking a little bit too much, and like I had to just hold back on that because it was you just trying to cope. So I understand like not wanting to get out of bed and it's hard, but mm-hmm. like you said, you gotta kind of have something worth fighting for, worth living for. Oh, so. I ain't. I ain't gonna sit here and act like I'm anti drugs. I drink. Everybody know I drink like a motherfucker. <laughs> and goddamn, I used to. <laughs> And hallucinants? Oh, I'm big on hallucinants. You give me some shrooms or some acid, I'm game. Some shrooms or some acid. I don't just be waking up and be like, damn, mm-hmm. I feel like eating some shrooms or doing some acid. Yeah. But if somebody talking about, hey, bro, goddamn, we should get some uh, we should get some shrooms and just trip out. Oh, I'm with it. I'm game. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? But like as far as hard drugs and shit, I I ain't never did cocaine. You ain't never uh, smoked crack. Nah, I ain't never smoked crack. <laughs> I started smoking weed when I was like 13. Yeah. And when yeah. I got down, hit like 19, I had to stop because like I had started going to college and got down. That shit made me lazy. I used to fall asleep trying to write papers. And yeah. That shit used to make me paranoid driving down the highway, just tripping. And I was like, man, weed ain't for me no more. Then every time I smoke weed after that, I think I smoked weed three times after I quit cold turkey. All three times I had a bad yeah. experience and wigged out. So. No, yeah, I only do it. Um. Cause I am still a nine to fiver, but I only do it at night. Yeah, yep. that's crazy. When I was young, I used to uh, sell weed, and my homeboys used to be mad because I wouldn't smoke all day. I only smoked at nighttime. 
<clears throat> I did the same thing every night. I smoked a, I smoked a blunt. I smoked a blunt to myself. I smoked a blunt with everybody else, <laughs> and then I used to go to Taco Bell and get and get a grill stuffed burrito, and then go to sleep. And that was your routine. That was my routine every night. Every I mean, night yeah, I do something like that. One o'clock. I do something like that. Like normally, if I don't shower first, sometimes I like being high in the tub. Like it's real relaxing, so it just depends on like the vibe I'm really trying to catch. Like you sound like me. I like to, <laughs> I like to drink after I take a shower. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like so. it just feel better because if I drink before I take a shower, I'm just gonna be stank all night. <laughs> it's over with. I'm just running yeah, around. Yeah, baby, I think about, like, let me go ahead and get this over with so I can really chill. Yeah, yeah, because it's just a relaxation, man. It ain't even like no addiction. I said that to somebody yesterday. I was like. uh they were like, don't talk to me about your addictions. I like, it's not an addiction. Oh, I know what I, I was talking about. I was talking about smoking cigars because I smoke cigars <laughs> like a motherfucker. And um, Rush Limbo, he a, a conservative uh, radio host. He passed away yesterday. Yeah. And he used to, like, he was well known for smoking cigars. And he was like, I'm smoking these bitches the rest of my life. I don't give a fuck. And, and he, he died passed, from lung cancer. He died from lung cancer. Yeah. So yesterday, I had just got a box of uh, Sun Growns. And they they just came out a couple of days ago. Mm. And I, uh, I was about to light it up. And then somebody had sent that shit to my phone. They sent a screenshot to my phone. And I was like, oh, I ain't smoking today. I'm going to chill. I ain't smoking today neither. I'm going to chill. I'm like, bro, I'm going to slow down on smoking cigars. I ain't trying to go out like that. Even though he was 70 years old. And he'd been smoking cigars since he was 20. Mm. So he been smoking cigars for 50 years and finally passed away. But We losing a lot of people. Like, I mean, they are older, but damn, that's crazy. Yeah. That, uh... Cancer a bitch, man. It is. But I'm slowing down on the on the cigar smoke because I ain't trying to go out like that. And, like, I ain't Tupac or nothing, but I always be thinking about my death. <laughs> and I be like, I don't want to be no crazy shit like that. Like, goddamn coughing my lungs out through my mouth and shit. Hell, oh, yeah. Man. My great-grandmother, she passed from um, lung cancer. And then I had an aunt. She passed from breast cancer. And then mm. my great-grandfather, he passed from uh, leukemia. So... Yeah, cancer is a bitch. <laughs> For sure. And it's like one of the it's just one of the worst ways to die. Like you just uh you just you know, you're not yourself. And speaking of Rush Limbo, man, all y'all people out there happy about that man passing away. Y'all, I some was gonna sick say that people are they—that's like some sick motherfuckers. I would never shit. celebrate in anybody's death, but I don't know everything he used to say, so. You know, I don't know, but I'm not celebrating. I mean, he's like just that. a conservative. He say the same thing that yeah, all other conservatives say. They all the same. Okay. Like, me personally, it don't matter if I watch CNN or I watch Fox News. It's it's pretty much the same shit, just different perspective. Like, liberals and conservatives act the same to me. Mm. It's just it's just a it's just a different perspective. Like you throw out a topic of, uh, of a situation about a woman getting raped and her having an abortion. It's going to be the same situation, different perspective. I do not like that they attempt to control a woman's uterus. Like, you should not be able to tell someone they can't get an abortion. And, I mean, I'm not saying get an abortion at, like, five months. But, yeah, I think they passed a law and it's, like, six weeks. And I'm like, come on, that's bullshit. Like, just... See, I don't know why they. Care I try so much not to like. It. I used to be real big on talking about controversy topics on on my <laughs> podcast, but like, I kind of shied away from it. I mean, I don't, I don't care about talking about them, but I kind of shied away from them because I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, I feel like a lot of shit just stupid. It like, is when I hear conservatives talk about like the abortion topic, for instance. Since I bring that shit up already, I just be like, "Bruh, how are you so strong opinionated <laughs> on some shit that don't involve you? You got a dick." Yeah. How are you so strong opinionated Period. about some shit and you got a dick? Yeah. Like me personally, like of course I got my thoughts and opinions and shit, but like I'm not a woman. Yeah, I'm so not just I don't saying think it yes, matters. go kill babies. Like I, I think when women say it, like I feel like people hear something different. Like I would never say just go do it. Like no, but what I'm saying is, you people, it, it's all kind of circumstances and situations. So yeah. I just don't feel like. For one, we should be judged harshly if we ever make that step. And then for two, like, the government shouldn't get to say what a woman can do. Yeah, that's where it get dangerous between uh, state and law and all that other shit. That shit get dangerous there. But let's lighten it up, though, man. Um, yeah, that was heavy. Yeah, I know. We went from talking about cancer <laughs> to abortions. All right, let me ask you this. I've been asking females this shit all week. And you got to be honest now. I'm about to ask you. You got to be honest. I'm ready. Future or Russell Wilson? 
Are we dating them or marrying them? Man, you the second female to ask me that <laughs> shit. Um, you, uh, I don't know. No, answer answer like, however yeah, you want to okay, answer. Okay, okay. Let me tell you. I love a dude like Future. Like, women. Here we go. We honest here. Okay. I like this. So, if it was Future, like, exactly with all these kids and all these um, yeah, baby future. mamas, I would have to choose, like, not him. Like, because... <laughs> And I think that's why people get it mixed up with him and Lori, and they like we glorifying Lori, but future future I want to talk about has that, a too. lot of kids, and he's like ruining. He's not ruining families, but you know what I mean. So I would say Russell because a guy like Russell, man, he gonna love you so hard, and he just gonna adapt. Like he gonna make it. You fun ain't gonna get tired of that shit, though. Of him being so nice, maybe we don't know. Like he got an other side. I ain't gonna. I doubt it. <laughs> this nigga just came out of media talking about his biggest fear is losing Sierra. What's the, what's the other side? He, just, he love his he love her like. This nigga threw an interception, the last play of the Super Bowl to lose the Super Bowl, and his biggest fear is losing her. My biggest fear would be throwing another interception at the last play of the Super Bowl. Yo, <laughs> man, you know, I'm not gonna tell that man he cannot love his wife like. He can love him, but goddamn, nigga, relax. And then, like, I remember when they first got together, I was like, man, this nigga making us look bad. I forgot what he did. He did some shit. Then right after that, he brought all her masters. Yeah. I was like, this nigga, he'll make us look bad. It's but you know, Michael B. Jordan just brought Lori Harvey um, stock in Hermes. We're going to talk about Lori Harvey, too, before we get off of here. But um, I don't know. I mean, I love future. Like, I love, like, a hood dude, like, smart, you know, educated, um, Getting money, you know, but um, yeah, all those kids. I seen a meme. It said, um, <laughs> it said women don't want Russell Wilson. They want Future to act like Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. See what I'm I saying? I won't say every woman, but yeah, like probably for especially someone like me. Yeah, I had a woman perfect. tell me straight up. She was like, "I'm gonna keep the butt with you." She was like, "I married Russell Wilson." But I I also fuck future. She, <laughs> <laughs> she said that shit straight up. And she a real nice girl. Like she ain't even really, you know. But let out me there tell like you, that. I mean, you probably don't want to hear this, but Russell could be a beast in the bed. Like, just cause he nice, that don't mean he ain't slanging. Dude. I mean, I mean he's he's athletic and healthy. Yeah. I don't know about the man dick game, but he <laughs> athletic and healthy and shit. So, you know, you never know. But uh Man, I just feel like I just I mean, I don't know, but I feel like women like like niggas with a little edge to them. Like mm-hmm. that yep. straight and narrow shit. In they every like, culture and every race, like, yeah, you you yeah. like a bad boy. Yeah, because I remember when I was young, I just told somebody this story yesterday. I said I won't say this on the mic, but I'll say it now. <laughs> so when I was young, I wasn't no bad kid, but people used to label me as that shit. But I mean I guess I did bad shit, but I wasn't no bad kid like that. But one day I was at school, I never used to go to school. But I was at school this day, and um, it was this girl. She was a cheerleader. She was fine as a motherfucker. <laughs> and she came up to me and was like, what you about to do? I like, shit, I'm about to goddamn, go goddamn have a drink and goddamn smoke. And, you oh know, I'm young as hell. I'm in, like, <laughs> like 11th grade. And she was like, I ain't never even drunk before. I like, shit, come on, you can come with me. She get in the car with me. We go to the crib. We, we had one drink, Mm-mm. smoke, one blunt. Got in my room. She took off her little cheerleading outfit. And I was like, I was like, shit, I ain't gonna lie, I don't wanna do that because I wanna like pursue a relationship with mm-hmm. you. And so she you was like, and, and she was like, okay. Then I remember mm-hmm. I came to school the next day, and I think we was just like, like walking through the hallway together. And one of my homeboys was like, man, I knew you was gonna hit that bit. I'm like, nah, I ain't hit her. And everybody was like, I told, I told my close homeboy the story about what happened. And he was like, oh, you a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, you a bitch. You <laughs> a bitch. Yeah. And uh, I was like, nah. I was like, you know, once you once you got down, once you fuck her, you lose interest. And he was like, nigga, she don't want to be with you. She want to fuck you because, goddamn, she think you a wild ass nigga. Oh, my God. And he was right, though. Like, that's what it was. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So She used you. Uh, I don't know. She was fucking with me. But I ended up fucking with her homegirl, and that shit just fucked it up. <laughs> but I was good till I did that shit. Damn. And I, but I never, I never fucked her. Yeah, you was wild. I should have just fucked her and kept it moving, shouldn't yeah. I? 
Damn. Players fuck up, man. It'd be like Players that. Players fuck up. I did want to be with that girl, though. Damn. Like, I did for real. But. She hurt your feelings? Mm, not really. I mean, Have you talked to her recently? Mm, we we, we never talked after that situation. Damn, that's crazy. Like, we we was in the same house when I had fuck with her homegirl, too. So, <laughs> it was just over after that. Yeah. Like, she caught me and I just, I moved on. I didn't give a fuck. I didn't give a fuck about shit when I was young. You can't fuck I, with homegirls. Yeah. All I care about when I was young was my money, and I was good. My money and my homeboys, I was straight. Like, females, I didn't give a fuck. But anyway, um, I want to talk about Lori Harvey, too. I had to make sure I sent this shit to myself on Instagram so I can play this shit. This nigga Boosie. Boosie always got opinions about shit that oh, got them. Ain't got nothing to do with. And he don't care what you say about it. Hey, He's like this is how I it's feel. It's like this with Boosie. I be like, I be like, bro, I I fuck with Boosie. I don't like his music, but I fuck with Boosie. But um, you don't like none of his old music. Said it all. I never used to like. Boosie. Oh Lord have mercy. Okay. I never liked Boosie because his voice was annoying. He sounded like Urkel. It was just annoying to me. I fuck with Webby though, but um, that nigga sound like that nigga sound like Urkel. I don't care how gangster he is, nigga just sound like Urkel. But uh, this nigga Boosie, he um sometimes it's not the message, it's the person delivering the message, True. and it's like, why the fuck is this coming from Boosie? Like we were talking about D Wade, son. Like nigga, yeah. why is you talking about this? And he bro? literally, he just he didn't say it right. Like, yeah. All right, so listen to this. What I won't hate on Lord. I just said y'all got it fucked up saying that's goals. If you saying that's goals, that means you want your daughter to fuck seven or eight, nine niggas in a couple months in the industry. If that's goals, if that's cool with you for your daughter doing that, then I can't say shit. But what's wrong with y'all motherfuckers is. Y'all salute the woman who get passed around. But y'all dog the woman who stick by they nigga when they nigga fuck over. Y'all dog the real bitches who stick by they nigga. You heard me? But y'all salute the bitches who go from hand to hand. The world fucked up. But the woman who stick by her nigga, find her one nigga, find her one celebrity and stick by that nigga. I wake up, dog. All right, I'm going to let you go first. What you think about that? Okay. First of all, I feel like he is addressing two different things, but (laughs) Boosie a wild boy. Okay, I (sighs) Boosie. Okay, he is not wrong in a sense. Like you know, she is doing a lot, but I just feel like we don't know everything that girl doing and. Sometimes two or three months, like, sometimes after dating somebody that's bad, like, let's say she broke up with Future in July, and by August, she might be ready to date again in September. Like, they're just famous or whatever, so, you know, we just see it instantly, and we never know how long, like, you know, it's been officially off or whatever. It does look like she's being passed around. I don't think it's goals. I think women more so. I hope they're not aiming to be like her, but I don't mind saluting her. Like, she seemed like she having fun, but I'm not aiming to be like that, but... Every woman had like their whole face. That's interesting. So she face. just going through it on um and you know social media, but every woman had their whole face or they should. So is it a whole face or is she just dating around? Mm-hmm. I'm asking because I don't know. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like I'm real judgmental when it comes to this topic. That's why I told you to talk <laughs> first. <laughs> so is this a whole face or is she dating around? She. <laughs> I mean, it's a whole phase dating her. Because, you know, just because you're going through a whole phase, that doesn't mean, like, you're not dating. Like, you just kind of out there. I wouldn't recommend having more two or three people maybe in your playbook. Like, two is a – three is a lot. Three, when you start talking about three and four and five, like, that's a lot of people. But, um, yeah. I don't know. I stay out of rich people business. Ain't it? That's how I be feeling, too. Like, some shit just <laughs> out my tap, bro. But – 
I mean, at the end of the day, like, she is fucking with, like, some high-profile niggas. Mm-hmm. And she fucking with them back-to-back. So, yes. it's something about her that they Daddy, like. Daddy's sons. Yeah. I I mean, I think she an attractive girl, but, mm-hmm. like. she is. She, she, she wouldn't be my type girl. Like, what tripped me out about niggas in the industry? Because I'm going to look at this from their point of view, not her point of view. Because okay. I don't understand that shit. What tripped me out about these niggas in the industry is they all fuck with the same bitches. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, bruh. Y'all niggas rich as hell. Maybe I'm tripping because I'm not rich and I'm not in the industry. But I'm like, the the type shit they do, the way they move, the women they choose to spend their time with. Very predictable. Yeah, I'm like... If I if I was in that situation, I don't think I'd be like that. Yeah, like, like why not bring a new bad bitch into the mix? Like yeah. it's not just these bad bitches. Why you like, can't be Kanye? Like why you can't? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I bro. can't say Kanye. Kanye popped out with Amber Rose, yeah. and it was everybody first time seeing her. But he also fucked with Kim, so I guess he on yeah. both sides of the spectrum. Yeah, but I don't know, man. This is my favorite model, man. The hoes gonna be the hoes, so. Facts. Niggas just Until need to leave die. that shit alone. And after Lori, there will be another one. So. Yeah, and, and if that's what she want to do, I thought the Michael B. Jordan shit was fake, though. I ain't gonna lie. It does seem fun. fake to me. I'm yeah. gonna lie. It looked it real corny, staged. too. But it, as far as people talking about like relationship goals or women trying to look up to her and shit, no. like it can't, it can't be that serious. No. It can't be that serious. Who mm-hmm. like, man, nobody give a fuck about that shit. No. Just be you. If you want to be a hoe, do it. Because like I say on this podcast all the time, us men, we love the hoes. <laughs> Y'all do. We love the hoes. Y'all do. Not only do we love the hoes, we love hood bitches. That's our <laughs> shit. Ain't nothing like getting this whole ass hood bitch <laughs> and she jump in the car with you and you just had the best day a of your fucking life. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh my God. She gonna jump in the car. She gonna be like, ooh, we lit. What we doing today? <laughs> I'm gonna be like, shit, Shawty, we about to go to Oaks and get some drinks and shit. Ooh, I'm with it. Let me call Keisha. God, they're telling to meet us up there. <laughs> let me call my niggas. You know what I'm saying? Then it's up from there. Shit, ain't nothing like that shit. So there's a place for that. But don't get me wrong. We're gonna wake up the next morning, go to work, and be like, yeah, I gotta stop fucking with that mm-hmm. bitch. Mm-hmm. She's, not, she's not no good for me. And then we're gonna call. Yeah, because uh, when she busts out your window yeah. and flatten your tires. Yeah. And. I remember, <laughs> I remember I was at the club uh, a little while ago, and I was just sitting on top of my car smoking a cigar, and I seen this girl walk slap out the club, walk straight up to this nigga Kai. I ain't going to say what kind of car, because everybody going to know who I'm talking about. But walk straight up to this nigga Kai, just start keying his shit. And I was like, yep, oh. I done been there before. I know, I know exactly goddamn what that feeling is. You better Y'all stop. play a lot of games with us, and a lot of women can't, like, cipher out and decide, like, what's the game and what's not. So they either stand completely off and like kind of become like me or they just keep getting their feelings hurt and getting ran through. But you know what I never understood about, about women when it comes to stuff like this? And I might be a little a little naive, but um, I never understood like, so to me, all this shit really be like a big ass game. It is. So I never understood. No matter understood, how you decide to play it, it yeah, is a game. I never understood like, shawty, I've been fucking with you all this time. You know damn well I don't want to be with you. No, women don't say it. Like, I'm not gonna tell you that, don't. but come mm-hmm. on now, you you know, mm-hmm. like how do you not know? They don't know. And then they send you them random ass texts like should it be good for like six months, and they'll send you a text <laughs> and be like, you don't never kiss me or tell me your feelings, bitch. Why you think that is? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do? Like, I fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? I want to keep fucking with you, so I'm not going to bust out and be like, Shawty, I just want to fuck you. Why Why would I do that? Man, y'all play too many games. I mean, are we supposed to do that, though? If, like, if you just want to... You saying, like, just tell them in general you want to hit, or you saying, like... Yeah. I, I, I would say try it, because you never know. Like, a bitch... What if it don't wanna... work out for us? Uh, What is not working out? Like, her not talking to you? Okay, I don't think that's the worst thing in the world, so... I don't know. I would rather just... Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, well... <laughs> see, that's when games come in. So, you feel like you got to play games so you can keep her around. And you just want to hit. See, I don't necessarily think it's a game, but it is a game. But, yeah, like, man. at the end of the day, it's kind of like... It's kind of like... She got to know. We don't. So, I mean, how do I you know, not pick up on the contest clues? Bitches' comprehension skills are not that good. Or they, like, want to ignore signs, like, 
Or sometimes we try to move on and like separate ourselves from this because we're like, okay, we don't really see it going nowhere. And y'all like pull us back in. So sometimes it's not all our fault, but a lot of times we do know, especially the older you get, like you should know. Yeah. I feel like I feel like it's easy to be able to tell too, like the, it the is. biggest thing, Valentine's Day just passed. If a nigga ain't spent time with you on Valentine's Day, man. Yeah, no, I didn't have a Valentine this year. I mean, I feel like I could have, like, but it's I don't know. I don't know. It wasn't a big deal. Mm. Valentine's Day overrated too though. I feel like it's special, like, for couples and like I like seeing everybody like get their stuff or whatever. Like some people kinda did it big, but it's not that big a deal to me. I was I had a conversation with my dog Quad the day before Valentine's Day. I don't know how he gonna feel about me saying this, but uh, he was like, "I can't say that first part." <laughs> but uh, he just went on his rant and was like, "I'm saying, bro, like if you my bitch and I'm about to marry you, why the fuck I gotta call you and ask you to be my Valentine? Like, why are we doing this? Like Valentine's oh, yeah, Day no. for people in the honeymoon stage." And I was like, "I oh, no, you that nigga on get that her shit. something." But yeah, but see, he thought like Valentine's Day was just gonna be some cool shit. Like they exchanged gifts, they mm-hmm. kicking shit was cool. But she did some whole other extra shit, oh. and he was like, "Damn, now what the fuck do I do?" But she did it early. She did it like on Friday. So he had time. He could have just gave her a lot of money. I hope she don't listen to this podcast. Oh, I just told man. all they business, ain't it? Sorry, I don't know you. So. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this, like my birthday is more special than me, special to me than my um, than like Valentine's Day or Christmas. What you expect from a man like that you dealing with on your birthday? Because I'm gonna be honest, y'all give horrible ass gifts, so I'm done with the gift giving shit. Women can give bad gifts, and then we always feel like sex is gifts. But y'all act so excited for sex, that's why we feel like it's a gift, like. Head, oh, head should me not head. be a gift. Oh my God. Yeah, head should not be a gift. <laughs> that shit is horrible. <laughs> but no, like, um, any guy that date me, like, they know I like to travel or I like shoes. Like, you can buy me some tennis shoes, um, perfume. You can get my hair did. Like, it's a lot of stuff in that I would expect. Okay, some simple shit. Then. Yeah. That's some simple gifts. Um, all right. I remember uh, one time I got this girl all this shit for her birthday. When my birthday came, she got me the baddest shit in the world. <laughs> and I've been on strike ever since. Guys more expensive too, though. But, girl, we can be expensive. Like, Man, y'all be wanting bags. Like, you know, them Birkin bags be 40 bands. You know, a nigga broke, he ain't got 40 bands. But, <laughs> like, them damn Louis bags be like 1200 and shit. Yeah. And we people... be buying them stupid ass shit. Yeah. Like, you know what I could have did with $1,200? I could have went and got me a fucking Monte Carlo and restored it. <laughs> but I just spent it on a fucking bag. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Then my birthday come around and you get me a motherfucking... Um, $60 bottle of cologne. Yeah. But see, I, everybody know I don't fuck with perfume. So, oh. goddamn. It'll be like a $40 bottle of liquor. <laughs> Some shit you can get yourself. Yeah. Or like Madden from three years ago. That's the worst. Women do that a lot too. <laughs> they buy the old video games. I don't no, play I'll video buy games no more. Card. Gift cards or is, gift cash. Cash and gift cards is the worst gifts in the world. I'm probably it's not so, a good It's so it, impersonal. I'm not it's a, so impersonal. Yeah, maybe I'm not a good gift. Because you literally you literally could like buy a man some drawers and t shirts. And, and that should'll be $50. And that'll be a way better gift than that hundred dollar gift card. No. Because drawers and t-shirts is like one of them things that we don't ever buy because we don't be thinking. No, I like a man that wear like nice boxer briefs. Oh, so you nice don't like. Nice socks, like preferably black. The niggas that black. be having on the plaid, the plaid uh, Walmart I mean, you know, dress. you could do them a little bit sometimes every now and then, <laughs> but yeah, no, I like them boxer briefs. My nigga Cook said, never trust a nigga that wear the plaid boxers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never trust them niggas, man. <laughs> Hey, shit. I don't think you should trust the niggas that be having them uh, designer boxes too. Like, nigga, I know you had them designer boxes <laughs> on for a couple days, nigga. I know you did. It used to be funny. Like, <laughs> my homeboy had this house one time, and for some reason, he let niggas trap that bitch out. So I used to record over there. Like, if anybody watched my old podcast, that's where I used to be. I used to be in a room, like in the back of the house, and they used to trap out the front of the house and got them. 
them niggas used to be in that bitch wearing the same clothes for three and four days. And I remember one day I had on like this little decent little outfit, and one of the niggas told me he was like, "Slim, that shit fresh. You can really rock that bitch again. Goddamn, we going, we going out tomorrow." I was like, "Nah, nigga, I ain't like y'all." Back on, don't yeah, worry. I ain't like y'all niggas. I gotta wash my ass, nigga. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I have seen niggas like really trap in. Yeah. Nah, wash your Grime ass. mode, like, yeah. But yeah, man, I appreciate you uh, coming on the podcast. It was a real good podcast. Thank you. I needed a, a, a female guest. I need a new guest anyway. I've been recording with my homeboy, Blue, and he been fucking my topics up. <laughs> you did good. I saw Blue on there. <laughs> that nigga Blue be fucking shit up. <laughs> this nigga Blue ain't know who Fred Hampton was, but he swear he woke as fuck. Oh, let me tell you. Okay. I know. I didn't really know who he was, but I mean um, that's okay. I did watch the movie and like that shit did hit me. Like, I almost cried at the end. I'm not gonna lie, cause I just couldn't believe that happened. I'm like, and y'all letting them make a movie about this and tell us that y'all did this, like you know I mean, he was so it's young. It's on public record, though. Oh, it's so it's so sad. Yeah. But yeah, now I'm actually glad they made that movie. I do know who he is, and he get a lot of respect from me. Yeah. Him and his wife. Or... You should uh, listen to some of his old interviews too. I, I tell people I all the time about him that like he would have been all right if he wasn't so public about retaliating on killing police mm-hmm. officers because it sounded like he was targeting police officers, but he was talking about retaliating against them killing people in the black community. Yeah. But yeah, man, this is another episode of Sit Down with Slim. Man, until the next episode, we out. Thank you, Slim. No problem. That was fun. We was talking for...